Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to tell you a story about something that happened in Nashville, Tennessee on Sunday morning, April 22nd, 2018. It happened at about two to three o'clock in the morning, and it happened at a Waffle House on Murfreesboro Road in Nashville. At that time, there were a number of customers sitting in this Waffle House. Some were young students from local universities. Uh, One young lady was a leader in her sport and an honors student. She was African-American. There was an an African-American student by the name of James Shaw. Uh, There was a Hispanic man in the restaurant, uh, other African-Americans. And while they were sitting, eating again, two or three in the morning on a Sunday morning, uh, suddenly shots rang out. Windows began to break. Glass began to shatter. Before long, uh, people began to give evidence of being hit by bullets. Uh, There had already been a restaurant worker shot in the parking lot. It turns out that a young man, 29 years old, named Travis Ryan King, had an AR-15 rifle. He was naked. He shot out the windows. He shot some people in the restaurant. Then he went into the restaurant. Uh, One African-American young man who was there hiding behind a door decided that if this man was going to kill him, he was going to have a fight first. So he came out from his hiding place, charged the shooter, who again, naked with an AR-15, 29 years old, and actually wrestled the AR-15 away from the shooter and threw it over the Waffle House counter. He decided not to pursue the naked young man when he ran out of the restaurant. Obviously, that was a good choice because you you never know what they're running to, maybe a car with more weapons and so on. By the time this episode was over, four people were dead. Two people were wounded. It was a horrible tragedy. The young man who wrestled the AR-15 away from the shooter, James Shaw, is now being regarded as a hero. And people are trying to figure out why. Of course, it's a huge manhunt in Nashville. They have not found him. I'm recording this uh, quite a bit later on Monday evening, the 23rd of April, 2018. The shooter has not been found. The city's on a form of lockdown. Um, the public schools are on what they call lockout, which means nobody can go in except the students and the actual faculty and administration. So Nashville's a bit terrorized. The FBI, the Secret Service, are helping the local Tennessee authorities, and they're searching all around the city. Uh, a backpack has been found, apparently belonging to the shooter. And we know that the shooter, Travis Ryan King, is mentally disturbed. Uh, a neighbor said that not long ago he showed up at his house, Ryan King showed up at his house, uh, wearing a pink evening ground, gown and, um, and holding a weapon. So this man is mentally disturbed. And what I want to focus on for just a moment while we all absorb what's happened um, is not just that there's been another shooting by another young, disturbed white man in America, but I want to focus on the issue of fathering. My point is not to blame Mr. Ryan King, the father uh, who owns a construction company in Nashville, Tennessee. That's not my point at all. But my point is to say that we are in this country suffering from an absence of fathering. And by fathering, I don't just mean biological children. I don't just mean by fathering within families. Um, I mean the idea that men take responsibility for the development of character in younger men and other men. That's what fathering is. Um, we can speak of fathering in terms of families. We can speak of fathering in terms of generations. That's, that's all appropriate for future podcasts. But what I want to focus on now is the fact that this, this father, uh, again, my point is not to target him, but this father 
apparently, uh, was not very much involved or on top of his son's issues. This father, when young Ryan King, by the way, last summer went to the White House and went on some territory, some parts of the White House grounds he wasn't supposed to be on, he was held and his guns were taken away from him. They were given to his father. Well, the father returned the guns to the son, though he had to know his son's mental state. And he had to know that young Travis Reinking had declared himself a quote unquote sovereign citizen, which is something that anarchists and skinhead groups and, and survivalist groups are doing to declare themselves against the U.S. government. So Mr. Reinking, the father, the owner of a construction company, had to know that his son was troubled, had to know that this kind of declaration had been made, did know that his son went on White House grounds where he was not allowed to be, did know uh, that his son was arrested and held. But when he was given the weapons, including an AR-15, a very high-powered weapon, he returned them to his son, and that was the weapon, the AR-15, that was used in this horrible shooting at the Waffle House in Nashville, Tennessee. And my question is, where is the fathering? And I want to call us as men, those of you who listen to this podcast, you care very much about the state of men. You care very much about the state of young men. And I want to say that fathering is one of the solutions. We've seen repeatedly that the absence of fathers, fathers who weren't on top of their son's situations, on top of their daughters, fathers who didn't know what was going on. The Parkland shooting in Florida was because a father did not know that his son had a second key to the gun case in the the family home. I'm not blaming the fathers for these shootings, but I will say engaged fathers, fathers who know what's happening, fathers who are willing to be in the faces of their sons, so to speak, fathers who are willing to confront, fathers who are willing to take responsibility for the development of character, fathers who are willing to be tough, even turn their sons in if necessary. These are the kind of fathers that we need today. I speak as a Christian also. We need godly fathers. We need fathers who pray. We need fathers who see it as their calling from God to be in the lives of their children. About half of American young men are not fathered. Either there are no biological fathers in the home or these fathers are not active with them. We all know that kind of father, too busy in front of the TV, too busy with the golf game. But we are about to suffer a plague of violence from angry mentally imbalanced, and wrongly guided young men who believe that violence is a solution. Now, it is very possible that this young man, Travis Reinking, is just so mentally ill that nothing would have made the difference. But it's the responsibility of a father to make sure he's no threat to society. It's the responsibility of a father to make sure that the authorities know or that the son gets the mental help that he needs, the therapy that he needs. But broadly speaking, just for the moment, America is suffering for a lack of fathering. It's suffering. And other nations too, I certainly don't mean to limit limit it to the United States. I have a a deep love for the Philippines. I have a deep love for other nations in the world. My wife and I are Anglophiles. We have a deep love for England. And fathering is a lost art. Fathering requires investment. Fathering requires that you untether yourself from your other pursuits, your pleasures, your lusts, and that you invest, that you see your life about investing. There's a there's a quote that I that I often give. It's, it's, it's quoting me, actually, <laughs> something I've written. But I often say, you have a destiny, 
but your destiny is fulfilled by investing in the destinies of others. And among the most important people you are called to invest in are those young lives, especially those young males, since this is a podcast about men. I'm saying nothing disparaging about women, but since this is a podcast about men, it is the young males that we are called to invest in, those within our reach, those who look to us, those who will hear us, those with whom we have standing, those who have respect for us, those who will hear our voice, even if we have to sound that voice over and over. Travis Reinking is morally responsible for the shooting at the Waffle House in Nashville, Tennessee on Sunday morning, April 22nd, 2018. But he was enabled almost directly by a father who gives every evidence of being ill-informed, unengaged, and to some extent, uncaring. You don't give an AR-15 to a mentally disturbed 29-year-old. Now, people are going to debate guns. They're going to debate police tactics and and strategies and policing. Why didn't they arrest him and hold him when he tried to get on the White House grounds? Why did they give the weapons back to the father? We're going to hear about this forever. But for me, and I hope for you, and I hope for many of us who care about the cause of fathering in the modern world, four people are dead, two are wounded. By the way, one of those two wounded are very likely to lose their leg. A female is very likely to lose her leg. And all because a father did not hold a firm line, get his son the help he needed, respond to the obvious crisis in his young man's life, and instead gave him the weapons of devastation. That's almost a metaphor for what's going on in our society. Men, to be true men, we take responsibility for the development of character of those within our reach. They don't have to be biological children. And by the way, here's the good news. Here's the good news at the end of this rather dark podcast. The good news is that psychologists tell us that a man who may not be the biological father in a young man's life, but nevertheless who invests, can make as much as 80% of the difference a father would have made. So if a father, an engaged, wonderful father, would have made 100% difference, would have made 100% of an impact upon a young man's life, another man, not the biological father, who just cares and invests, can make 80% of what an invested biological father would have made if he'd been a good man. That is fantastic news. It doesn't mean we can make the world perfect, but if we're engaged, we can basically set things right. And I want to tell you that this famous African proverb that I'm always quoting, where in the villages they say, if we do not initiate the boys, they will burn the village down. The West is being burnt down not by Muslim terrorists, Uh, not by people of darker skin for the most part, although I'm very aware of those issues. The shootings at schools, the shootings in colleges, the shooting at that Waffle House, young, troubled, unfathered white men. Let's remember it and let's determine to make a difference. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, Go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.